Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle. It's been a while since I've recorded, and it looks like I have more listeners than I ever have before, and I don't know why. So thank you to anybody listening who's new. Welcome. I am a highly sensitive, left-handed, only child, introverted, nude model. Um, I used to be Goddess Kring on Seattle Public Access Television, where I did monologues and danced around nude, and it was kind of a video diary cry for help, as well as an experimental multimedia art extravaganza, all improvisational, produced by me. Uh, Today I modeled for an art class 35 miles away from Seattle, had a heck of a commute in the pouring rain, lots of crashes on the freeway. I'm a really good driver in my tiny smart car, so I made sure to stay away from crazy drivers, and if anybody tailgates me, I change lanes and get the heck away from them, and uh, I leave a lot of space between me and other cars. Uh, I think Seattle, you'd think people would know how to drive better in the rain, uh, because we get a lot of rain, and there's been three shootings in Seattle this week, which is alarming. And two muggings in the U District near where I model, uh, somebody in broad daylight mugged somebody with a gun, and somebody mugged somebody apparently with an axe yesterday, very frightening. I don't think that usually happens too much in broad daylight, but Seattle poverty and crime seems to be getting worse. Uh, I'm doing fine uh, physically. Uh, I have a bunch of jobs modeling for art and medical people. Today I got to pose on a platform with a fake raccoon, I think a taxidermy raccoon and a couple taxidermy crows or ravens and some lit up uh, skull type sculpture and some fabric and she had me keep my colorful thrift store hat on uh, which um, some people I know don't like it my hat I wear this colorful hat a lot of the times that I got at the thrift store for like four dollars like 12 years ago it's great and um, a friend of mine killed himself last week uh, Monday the 13th of January the year 2020 A friend of mine committed suicide. I didn't know him very well. I only met him once. He was a very talented photographer, and he chose to end his life. And I've been going through lots of feelings about it, up and down. Uh, Ultimately, right now, I respect that he chose what he wanted. I feel sad for his close family and friends, and I feel sad for himself because he gave up on his life. But I don't want to judge because I know that he had medical problems, uh, psychological challenges. He was very intelligent, very sensitive, very talented. He was a photographer. I think he also did music. He was also a teacher. I don't know what he taught because I didn't know him very well. But I was friends with him on Facebook for the last several years. I modeled for him. We did a photo shoot in 2013 and he took these beautiful kind of moody black and white shadowy portraits of me and we just traded for prints and shared the images online mostly and so my heart goes out to his family and friends his name was William and um, so Monday January 13th 2020 he ended his life and I don't know what method he used but um, that's like a personal private thing I guess but It's very sad when somebody actually commits suicide. He actually insinuated that he wanted to leave 
on his Facebook page many times in the last couple weeks or so, and me and a few other of his friends, actually a lot of his friends, we were trying to give him support and, and telling him that, that, you know, we cared about him and, and we love him and he can, you know, talk to us if he needs support, you know, please don't harm yourself, etc. Um, but he made the choice to end his life. And ever since then, I've been having mixed feelings. Like part of me um, feels, I don't feel angry or judgmental towards him. I have compassion for the amount of suffering because he had financial problems, emotional problems. I think he had issues in his family that I don't know about because that's personal and private. I didn't know him that well. Um, but let's just say he had multiple issues and he kept looking for a job and then he had unemployment. And then I think he was trying to go back to school, but then they wouldn't give him unemployment. And if he had student aid, then he couldn't get like it was all catch 22 because the American system is very cruel and it's kind of cutthroat competitive capitalism. And there's not a lot of support for people who want to go back to school or have medical issues or are unemployed and blah, 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 disability, etc. Uh, I think that he deserved a break and he deserved to be able to just get some rest and not have to look for a job. I think he needed some rest and uh, mental and physical recuperation. Uh, so he decided to just end his life and that's what he did. And so part of me respects that he chose that. I have thought about suicide many times throughout my lifetime since I was 15. It's kind of an escape fantasy because I feel misunderstood and trapped sometimes and then I realize I don't want to do that because I don't want to harm the people that care about me. I'm also afraid of death. I don't want to abandon my cat. I love my apartment. I love my job as a model, working with art and medical students. I love all of that. But there's times when I feel really stressed out, like I can barely stand the problems and the issues that I have, mostly with anxiety and OCD. I'm a bit of a hoarder. Not the way, not the way that people hoard on television with you know pizza boxes stacked up to the ceiling or anything. Not, nothing, um, nothing unsanitary that would cause me physical danger. Um, but I have a tendency to be very compulsive and like stockpile um, food and clothing. And let's just say I have a tremendous fear of scarcity, and I. I compulsively overwork. I'm so afraid of running out of money that I work constantly. And I, I honestly, some people really are just barely scraping by, but I'm doing fine. I'm not, I'm really cheap and I, I hate spending money. So I'm doing fine. Uh, I'm what you would call low income, but I'm not, I'm not really um, desperately needing to work as much as I do. So it's kind of a compulsion. So when I say I'm a hoarder, I don't mean that in a self-hating way. I mean that I have a tremendous fear of scarcity and that I, I, um, I overdo things to, pro to protect myself because I'm afraid of emptiness. Maybe I'm lonely. I have a boyfriend I see a couple times a week, but I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm comfortable living by myself with my cat. Um, and then I also wanted to talk about um, surveillance capitalism. So suicide and surveillance capitalism. My uh, friend committed suicide. I'll just say an acquaintance because I only met him once and I knew him online mostly. Um, but he ended his life and I've, I've, I cried. I felt uh, numb about it. I felt 
uh, almost relieved about it because every day I would look at his posts and I would feel bad for him and feel empathy and compassion for the pain he was going through mentally and physically and financially. Um, and then I feel guilty for being slightly annoyed with some of his negative posts and, and I wanted him to get better um, for my own selfish reasons so I could feel better but also because I cared about him and was worried about him. So now that he's gone and he ended his life, now his family has to, his family and friends are doing whatever they need to do to make arrangements and adjust to life without him. Um, so I felt just all kinds of different feelings. And then I think about my own mortality and the fact that we're all going to get old and die. And so we make the best of whatever we can do. And I'm kind of on a media strike right now. I watched a documentary called Surveillance Capitalism. There's another one called Life Hack. Basically, life is partly what we create and what we make. And if we listen to the media and we just regurgitate what the media says on the news, whether it's fake or real, whether it's propaganda or real, who's to say what's fake and what's real? There's facts that they can report about, but then there's different slants. I was interviewed by the news media in my cable access days, and they'd ask me about nudity and pornography and sexuality. And I am a pro-sex person. Uh, I don't love pornography, but I don't think it should be banned at all. You know, in fact, I've done some porn, um, which I partly regret and I partly feel good about. So basically, it's a controversial topic. And they took what I said out of context and they made it sound like I was for banning pornography. So they took me, they interviewed me on the news and I said like a few sentences and then they cut what I said down to like one little sound bite and they made me sound like I had the opposite point of view of what the point of view that I have. So when you listen to famous people in the news saying things, a lot of times it's taken out of context and you don't really fully know that until you in research and investigate. So basically I would say watch out if you're, if you're a, a spectator watching the news all the time. That's a very passive place to be, and it's very manipulative. Just watch the documentary, Surveillance Capitalism, or listen to people talk about that topic and how we are marketed to through our search Google habits, but also our social media habits, and we are also politically sold ideas. Like when people say it's unrealistic for Bernie Sanders to get elected, who's choosing that? Who is, that's a regurgitation of what the news tells us. The news says, oh, he can't get elected. Who decides that? The electoral college, the people with money, the military industrial complex. You know, we need people like Rosa Parks to stand up and sit in the front of the bus and not put up with the racism and prejudice and the injustice in this world. You know, we used to have slavery in the United States and people pushed hard to end that. We used to have segregation. Uh, women didn't used to be able to vote. Women didn't used to be able to have an abortion. All of those laws have changed for the better. We used to not have child labor laws. That has changed. We used to not have a minimum wage. That has changed. Minimum wage needs to go up a lot higher than it is now to keep up with inflation. We have more and more homeless people and poverty in the United States. We have extreme wealth and extreme poverty. The middle class is disappearing. So who's to say what's realistic? We need trailblazers and whistleblowers to push things in a more progressive way. So we choose how reality goes. And there's my own inner reality as well as external reality. So 
We all choose what we create and what we focus on. And if you sit around and watch the news all day and you just regurgitate what they say, even if it's alternative news, whether it's mainstream news, alternative news, uh, swing to the left, swing to the right, somewhere in the middle, it doesn't matter. All of it has an agenda. All of it has a perspective. And there's different ways to see the same thing. You can, you can mention facts but there's different ways to interpret what those facts mean and what do we do with that information. So I would say, be careful what you listen to in the media. You know, I'm not particularly paying attention to the whole fake impeachment farce. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of Bernie Sanders. I would like Bernie Sanders to be president of the United States. And people keep saying that's unrealistic. You can't vote for him. If you vote for him, you're voting for Donald Trump, the guy who's in there now, I don't even like saying his name. Every time I see his face, my post-traumatic stress disorder is triggered. So I'm a big Bernie Fanders fan and Alexandria uh, Octavia Cortez. I love her. So I just wanted to share that. We all create. We all contribute. I don't think paying attention to the media circus is a good idea. I think people guilt trip each other into watching the news saying, you got to stay informed. But if a bunch of, if everything on the news is just like a Jerry Springer reality TV show that's fake but real, and yet fake is the new real and real is the new fake, it's not helping the world for me to watch the drama on TV and get pissed about it. Unless I can actually do something to make the world better and to change things for the good, like Rosa Parks on the bus, you know, do something, be the change you want to see. Watching mainstream media or even alternative media about the current administration is not, it's not going to help me make the world a better place personally. So I hate to think of all the people that are just sucked in and hypnotized by the news and by the media and even by social media and even by ads. I notice every time I search certain things, I get different ads depending on what I'm searching. And right now I'm recording my voice. Maybe Google is eavesdropping on me right now and I'm going to get different ads based on what I'm saying. So please send me ads about Tom Petty music and Neil Young and Tori Amos. Those are the things I'm interested in. I'm interested in, in regenerative farming. I'm interested in music and art. I'm interested in international diplomacy and economic justice. I'm interested in the Martin Luther King speech beyond Vietnam. That was the bravest speech ever. So have a great day, everyone. I love you all. Peace and love. Thanks for listening. Uh, be the change you want to see. Be a whistleblower. Be a trailblazer if you have the courage. And think for yourself. Question everything. Don't need to march to the meat grinder and follow the herd unless you want to. But I would say at least be conscious that you're following the herd if that's what you're doing. I mean, I, I follow the herd to some extent, but not, not a whole lot. Uh, for, for a, you know, for a living, I'm a nude model. I drive a little tiny smart car. I'm a left-handed only child, which is very uncommon. I think only 20% of people are left-handed. I don't know how many people are, are, um, introverted and a nude model. Uh, I don't, and a lot of Americans do not like smart cars, little tiny smart cars from Europe. They're from, my car is kind of made by Mercedes-Benz, but apparently it was made in France. So it's technically a German car, but it was made in France by Renault and Mercedes. And um, so there it is. So yeah, send me ads on Mercedes. No, don't actually. Uh, the next car I might get is, because uh, I've been obsessing about what my next car, I have 91,000 miles on my smart car. It's my first car. My next car might be a um, some kind of Toyota or Honda, probably Toyota. But I shouldn't say that because now I'm going to get a bunch of ads about Toyota, aren't I? 
Send me Tom Petty ads. Tom Petty widens my jitty. So this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring. Go to my website, shannonkringen.com. I have a radio show on Hollow Earth Radio. It's actually on every Thursday, 3 to 4 p.m. Today's a rerun because I can't figure out how the website will upload a new show for me. So I have to keep airing reruns until I fix that. Uh, but this is new. Today is, what, January 23rd, I think. It's Thursday. I think it's the 23rd today, or is it the 24th? I don't know. It's Thursday, January something. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm a figure model, and I drive a smart car, and I'm left-handed, and I have synesthesia, which means I see shapes in my head when I hear music. And I love Tom Petty and Tori Amos and Neil Young and Bob Dylan, and I love didgeridoo music. I love the Japanese artist um, Usama, wait, uh, Yoyoi, Yoyoi Kusama. Is that the lady, the dot lady, Yoyoi Kusama? I love her art. Um, I love her intuitive process. I love Hunter Wasser from Austria, another great artist. Um, so I'm for taking the road less traveled. Follow your heart, follow your dreams, be yourself no matter what they say. So I might listen to Tom Petty to cheer myself up right now because it's a really dark, rainy day here in Seattle. Maybe I'll take a walk. I modeled this morning, and now i got to model again this evening, and then I work with medical students all weekend, so I need to get a lot of rest. Thanks for listening. I'm 51 years old. I'm 51, 51 years old. I can kick and stretch and kick. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.